0: All right, man. Cool, 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 cool. Shay, so exciting to see you. Always a pleasure. Always a delight. That makes sense. That scans. The only thing more delicious than all the treats we ate this week is the cherry on top of seeing my best buddy, you know, here in the flesh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I imagine it's really nice for you to, to see me right now.
0: <laughs> um, we saw, yeah, we saw a lot of each other this week. You know what's so funny? I was testy this week.
1: Mm. I was so testy this week. You were, man. We came out swinging get, like over and over again. <laughs>
0: <sighs> a lot of, yeah, a lot of, a lot of suppressed rage. Uh-huh. Um but anyway, that that aside, uh, I, you know, we'll get into that. There's many things to dive into from this episode. But in the meantime, I've got some interesting questions. I know last week we talked a lot about this idea of mukbang as being like a rejection of like these formal dining rules.
1: Mm. Um,
0: kind of like these inherited Judeo-Christian values that uh, even, you know, see themselves everywhere, even at the dinner table. And uh, I wanted to kind of see how much you know about some of these table manners. So I, I want to ask... Um, What is the difference between the American and continental schools of thought on how to cut uh, protein with a fork and knife? I'm sorry. What's the question here? What is the difference Uh between the American and continental school of thought on how to cut? I mean, I'm saying protein because you're a vegan, but like traditionally like Uh. chicken or steak or fish. With a fork and knife, there, there's a way to do it. There's the continental way, right, and there's the American way. The,
1: and I want to see if you. I want to know if you know the difference betwixt the two. Sure. Well, the American way is, of course, you put the knife in your right hand, and uh, with the. Are you? Did you look this up? Did you fucking? Go? <laughs> no, I'm not a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So. Uh, but okay, is, I, I feel like I just, I answer, you, you know why I'm going to say the rest of it. That's it, right? No, no,
0: no, 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 no. So the American way you hold the fork in your,
1: uh, say again? You hold the knife in your, in your right hand if you're an American. And okay. if continental, you hold it in the left, but you also fork down. You fork down and you cut with your left.
0: You're you're like you got to get like half right. Apparently, there's Mm. there's like a a movement to this. Okay, so uh, I mean, like I am I'm impressed you knew that if you had asked me that question, I probably just would have cussed at you. (laughs) So the American school of thought on uh, cutting meat with a knife and fork, you hold the fork in your right hand. So you're wrong and eat with it. If you're cutting something, you hold your knife with your right. Oh no, you're right. You hold your knife with your right hand, your fork and your left. Then when you're done cutting, you switch. You hands. put the fork down. Yeah. Switch. I'm sorry. You put the knife down. Switch the fork back to your right, and then eat. And then continental, you keep the fork with your left hand and your knife in your right, and you eat with it that way. So the American way involves a lot of switching back and forth.
1: So weird. You know, the, is, the only reason I kind of absurd. know this is because my my Swedish family would always comment on how I eat because they don't switch hands. They always use the same thing. And it's always fork down with the left, I guess. or I don't know. Something about fork down and you just do that, which, yeah, made, makes a lot more sense to me. And I appreciate uh, this opportunity, Ian, for you to spotlight how cultured I just, I just naturally am all the time. So big shout out to you. you ian for making me always look my best
0: well i get i i am impressed i must confess because i i didn't know this i was like what do you mean there's two schools of thought on how to hold a fork and knife Mm, like mm. that that to me seems absurd and talk about a bygone era that can stay in the past and just remain there like that's talk about things we don't need to bring back okay all these conservatives bemoaning bringing back tradition i bet if you were like oh okay well then bring back the continental style of fork and knife they would be like no, we meant, like, chicken wings and racism. That's what we wanted. All right, with that, let's go ahead and start the show!
1: <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Camp Reeducation, education an immersive boot camp into the world <laughs> we thought we knew. We are your hosts, Ian and Shay, ending our two-week immersion into the world of mukbang.
0: Uh, hey Shay, uh, happy two week mukbang anniversary. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good, Ian. Uh, I've been better as uh, as I normally feel uh, towards the end of our immersions. At the end of our immersions, this is this is it. I'm actually very happy to put down my fork and knife. <laughs> to uh, <laughs> oh god, that was so bad. <laughs> very happy though to uh, to stop eating in such large quantities and watching other people do it too. It's been a very upsetting week for me. Uh, two weeks for me. How, how about you, man? How are you feeling?
0: You know, I'll be honest. Physically not great, but emotionally, psychologically, very excited because this week's featured artist is actually one of my current favorites. Uh, it is Thierry LaRose's... I God, I hope that's the right way to pronounce it. They're I, French or French Canadian. They're singing in French. That's all that matters. Uh, the song is called Cantalou. It's really fucking good. It's playing beneath me right now. And uh, if you stick around for the, uh, if you stick around to the rest of the episode, you'll be able to hear it in its entirety. So stick around for that. It'll be well worth it. But. All of that aside, uh, mukbang, you know, it's it's so funny. It's like I did feel like while we were recording our mukbangs, like we did have a lot of interesting conversations, kind Mm -hmm. of like thinking about food, thinking about mukbang generally. Um, Hopefully some of those ideas stick with us. If they don't, if they don't make it in, I do highly recommend going back and watching some of those mukbang videos. There were a lot of like, uh, I I think, very poignant moments, very interesting conversation. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, which I guess is like kind of some of the arguments like for mukbang right it's like supposed to simulate these s- styles of conversation that you would have at a dinner table but I, I, I at least like for me I find like the conversations I have at dinner parties to be like way more engaging than someone looking at me and being like this crab leg sure is good huh over and over for 30 minutes
1: yeah I don't think conversation at least my in- interpretation of it so far is conversation is not at the forefront of mukbang it's the spectacle that you go there for because I yeah. yeah I don't I also don't see a lot of of groups of people mukbanging together it's normally like the individual
0: i think that's kind of like there there seems to be a lot of rationalization trying to justify mukbang's existence so okay really quick while i will say this while i was at the party last night last night i went we didn't have a mukbang because i had a birthday party to go to and i do thank you for letting me off the hook there (laughs) somebody approached me who listens to the podcast i don't know if they want their name mentioned so i'll get permission first before i bring them up next time and they said you know hey i was listening to the episode And uh, I got to ask, is it pronounced mukbang or mukbang? So I feel like we should like kind of settle this now.
1: Like, do you know something I don't? You say mukbang, I say mukbang. What's the deal? (laughs) Well, I think maybe, uh, (laughs) I think we talked about this in one of the mukbangs, but it's like, it's like, uh, If someone gets back from their vacation from Nicaragua, (laughs) how do I mean? Probably in Korean, it's more more or in Korea, it's more correct to say mukbang. But like the same way, I don't say, "Oh yeah, let's get a piñata for my (laughs) for for this party or whatever." For this very offensive party, for this Mexican themed (laughs) party I'm having. It could just be with Mexicans. You can party with Mexicans, here. That's allowed. <laughs> I,
0: don't know why I, was, I don't know why I was assuming you were having a racist party with the Swedish half of your family or
1: something. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're having this racist uh, Mexican party. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so I think it just depends. I don't know. I mean, what do you think of that? Because th- I, I, don't. I feel like I that didn't works. know. I didn't know. Like yeah. actually,
0: I, I was like, I, I feel like, and we talked about this too. Like when we were watching the mukbang, mukbang, bang, I, fa- I couldn't watch like a whole one. I, I was like, by the by the end, I was just like, all right, I'm gonna watch them double time because they're so boring and hard to get through. Like uh, I'll double speed them. So I don't even know if I necessarily caught the pronunciation. But like based mm. on the videos you've seen, they like over here in America we call it mukbang. That's what I.
1: That's what I've been seeing. Let's see what Google has to say i'll call it mukbang there you go mukbang
0: wow bang. okay see so i yeah, yeah. mukbang bang your way into my heart <laughs> I, um, i've thought
1: that so many fucking times i know That's i was like so
0: I, I you know what's so funny it's just that i was trying so hard to fight saying that i was like please don't say it <laughs> the, the idiot part of me was like no, let's do it it's gonna be fun <laughs>
1: Uh, I've also been thinking a lot uh, and this hopefully this makes it as the title of the show but uh, it won't but uh, more Bang for Your Muck (laughs) I really (laughs) uh, I really like that a
0: lot as well it's going to be like uh, uh, one of those you know one of those like Oscar winning movies where they they say the title of the movie in it like is this as good as it gets
2: (laughs) hey this is the name of the Oh my god! They did it! What? That's where we are right now.
0: <laughs> I wish I was like, uh, like, did did Bruce Willis? I feel like did he do that in any of the Die Hard's? Like in Die Hard Two, he's like, one of us is gonna die hard two <clears throat> night. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't think that happened. No.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Well, uh, a boy can dream. Anyway, all right. So. I stand corrected. I will start calling it mukbang. I wasn't doing it to be pretentious. That's just like how I learned what uh mukbang was in korea it's It's bong, not bang, so mm. um, but mm. let's just leave it to Americans to sexualize everything they get their dirty little hands on all right, so anyway, moving past that uh this past week, we had some mukbangs. we ate a lot. It absolutely sucked. On two occasions, I I nearly crapped my pants, all right? Like, I, I, I probably shouldn't go on record and say that, but, like, after consuming enormous quantities of food, like, I don't know why I thought my body would compartmentalize it and be like, we'll just digest it bit by bit. No, you eat it all at once, you digest it all at once, it comes out all at once.
1: People should know that. Oh, that's interesting. I did not have that experience. I, I don't know how much I want Why? to talk how? about this, but uh, uh, the experience I had was a little uh I mean except for the, the cereal day, the day that we ate a whole fucking box of cereal. Uh, <laughs> that was that was the most noticeable difference in in terms of my uh production which uh, is like a, I think the, probably the grossest like non-gross way you can say it um, production I do like that yeah. you know normally when I'm, when I'm just hanging around with steep I'm just like I'm gonna go make a deposit in this. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea of uh, you go to a party and someone goes so what do you do it's like well in my spare time I'm a producer <laughs> <laughs> anytime I talk to him, another musician who's like oh I'm a producer too I'll be like I know bro <laughs> sweet cool
0: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So yeah, uh, mukbang. Am I right? Huh? <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> That's too good. Uh,
0: yeah. So, uh, like, physically, gastrointestinally, I think this, without a doubt, we we had kind of anticipated this coming into it, and n- nothing was more true than the physical uh, uh, effect all this food had on our bodies. Uh, I was uh, I was very often bloated. I was very often uncomfortable. And as I mentioned earlier like my mood I think my mood was deeply affected mm. like I was I was sour a lot yeah. during the week I and like I started to resent the mukbangs and and come in very angry just knowing that I had to eat you know large volumes of food for entertainment and and yeah like getting getting like frustrated
1: yeah no i did I, you know what's funny is i definitely sensed it with you too i was just like ian's coming in real hot i think and you know it's fun for anyone uh listening if you haven't checked out at least like check out the first couple minutes of some of these mukbangs because ian comes in like an all oh, except for the first one ian yeah. comes in fucking pissed every time it's like you, <laughs> you have it's like shay what do you think about this it's like i don't know and he's like well it fucking sucks i hate this Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this bullshit i feel weird like screaming all that profanity i kind of want to beep some of that i don't know anyway that's do it, yeah. I think I think that's fair.
0: okay. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know what? It still haunts me to this day. And like, I know we got a ton of show to cover, so we'll move on in a second. Mm. Uh, we were talking about um, the guy who voiced Apu and the Simpsons, like yeah. apologizing. Yeah, yeah. And I meant to ask. Like, do you think the apology was redundant or something along those lines? And I, I I said, do you think that apology was necessary? Which, like, isn't (laughs) at all what I meant. And in retrospect, I was like, oh god, I'm definitely
1: gonna come off racist. (laughs) So that's your that's your correction on the record, huh? It's like I'm not racist, I (laughs) swear.
0: It's like it's like imagine like uh, somebody you you know walks into an elevator uh, on your way up to work every day for thirty years and slaps you in the face and then finally he goes hey man you know I've been slapping you in the face thirty years just every day just coming on and popping you in the mouth I'm sorry about that yeah. <laughs> I
1: I don't know I think that's it's, I would probably rather have them apologize than not Yeah no I mean me too it's,
0: I I don't know it just it felt feeble like uh, mm. I was I wonder if there's like anything more that could be done like. I don't know. Like they introduce like just a really terrible white character, and like you have to voice that one. Like, all right, so to to make up for this fact, there's uh, gonna be a neo-Nazi character that Apu beats up every day, and you have to voice that guy. <laughs> oh shit!
2: Uh,
1: yeah, you know what's interesting is like fucking uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone do all the racist fucking voices, and somehow like they get a weird pass. I, I don't.
0: Understand. I don't know if that's gonna last forever. You don't think so? I think they're kind of playing with fire a little bit. Like it's like as things get like,
1: say what? That's what they always do. They always play with fire.
0: Yeah, I don't. You know what? You're. I mean, like, uh, uh, yeah. Who am I, right? Like this. This fucking no one podcaster. Like, be ready, Trey Stone and Matt Parker. (laughs) Justice is coming for you. Like, probably not. Like, I'll get canceled for even suggesting that South Park is gonna get in trouble.
1: Yeah. Honestly, like that's it's its own kind of reactive. reaction you have to look out for i guess yeah um, I'm, I'm interested i'm i'm really glad you touched on your mood because my mood was also really affected uh pretty pretty heavily through some of these like that if anyone watching that last mukbang that we did that we ended short yeah. i had a very bad time during that mukbang i had a very <laughs> i didn't even worse time afterwards i like literally like uh we had all these technical issues i had bought uh, fucking Taco Bell and oh, like a God. lot I spent $40 at Taco Bell that's like you have to try to spend $40 at Taco Bell and then like after I ate it I was just like uh, and we were done with the, the the all the stuff. I was like pod or uh, mukbang over. Turned it off. Looked at Ian <laughs> and I was like Ian, I'm leaving. And then like basically hung up the call and then went and like f- belly flopped onto my girlfriend's mattress. And she's like, Is everything okay? And I just did not respond for like five minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I do. I felt awful. Like literally, yeah. I was just like I. I, I felt progressively worse as like the night continued. The next day I had like, you know, that was an, one of the, the pants crapping close calls I was just like, oh! Like,
2: move, move, move! Everyone get out of the way!
0: Like running to the bathroom uh-huh. trying to pinch my, pinch my cheeks together. Uh, I, I want to beep that. That's way too much information. No, but like, it don't, uh, 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 I, I don't know, man. Did, did it give you any more respect for muckbangers? Muck like no. knowing what they probably experienced physically? Were you like, you know, props to these? guys
1: no i have anything i was like i respected them a lot less for like <laughs> hurting like disrespecting their own bodies like that i was like you don't deserve that man your body doesn't deserve that why are you doing that to your own body yeah <laughs> you know so i think you know on that note i think now is probably a
0: good time to uh, introduce the fact that like we, we didn't we don't have guests today um you know Shane and i we've, we've got a lot of loose ends we kind of want to tie up and to be completely honest like there's basically two schools of thought with, with Mukbang. The first is that, like, oh, Mukbang brings you together. It's, like, collaborative. It's it's uh, about building community. It's togetherness. And then the other school of thought, I was like, it's a bourne. It needs to be banned. Get rid of it. It's it's harmful. It's toxic. Um, and, like, at, at both kind of positions feel... Uh, pr- I don't know. Shay, would you agree with me that they feel very superficial? Like, it's like a very quick, knee-jerk um, justification of, of a position. And then, like, not a lot of elaboration. So, uh,
1: I don't know honestly like I don't know where the truth is between them because I like I, I can kind of see both sides of it um, but I, I don't know I do think there are some pretty well thought out arguments well thought out maybe but maybe in the sense that like they've come to their conclusion first and then found a lot of supporting evidence to back it up but I don't know Yeah, I'm not entirely sure.
0: No, I, honestly, I really like that explanation. I think that pretty much hits the nail on the head. Like they they decided, and I think maybe we were a little guilty of this as well. But I think they kind of decided their position going into it. They're like, no, I like this. Here's why it's good. Versus, I'm I mean, like, I don't know. I, I do feel like I suspended my disbelief a little bit. I suspected I wouldn't like it, but especially after doing it and feeling just like. I don't know, awesome. It's just like spending all that money on food and then like wasting food as well. Uh, mm. Like, Did you waste support- your food though?
1: Like I ate like nothing that I, like I didn't finish it that night, but I had leftovers for days.
0: I think overeating is a form of wasting food. Oh yeah, like yeah, great eating, point. Eating for entertainment. Yeah, granted, yeah. I ate it all, but I, I, I had that same thought as well. I was like, well, I'm eating it. Am I wasting it? It's like, if you right. eat more than you need, yeah, you are wasting food. Absolutely.
1: Dude, you know what's really interesting is like after this camp, uh, like I went out to dinner last night and mm. uh, I got a, I went to a Mexican place and I had like a, a plate came up and I feel like normally Mexican, like Mexican food, they always give you massive portions. And yeah. I got this very appropriate portion. And there was a moment where I was like, damn it, this kind of sucks. Like, I'm not going to engorge myself right now. And then afterwards, I was like, actually, this is exactly what I want. I am very happy <laughs> they didn't give me the opportunity to overindulge. And so yeah. I, I'm starting to think about that a little bit different. Also, I'm getting older and my metabolism is slowing down. So I think it's probably yeah. a, a good thing. But it, it it has forced me to reexamine portions, which is is kind of interesting. And like even um, the days following mukbangs, I was hardly eating. Like v- eating like I wasn't really having a lunch, um, and I was barely having a dinner, which I kind of like. Like I, I'm almost thinking like, all right, maybe now we've talked about doing this as a camp, but it sounds super fucking boring. Uh, intermittent fasting, you know, <laughs> yeah. or, or something like that. I think I just want to try that for like a for like next week, maybe just for what? fun.
0: I mean, that was my experience observing mukbang. Uh, <laughs> observing Ramadan all those years ago with like my students was, uh, you know, like you, you wake up before the sun rises um, and I can't remember if it's like, uh, oh God, I'm like, for, there's like iftar and I'm not even gonna try to like remember what they're called, mm. but there's your pre dawn meal and then like, you know, you can eat after the sun goes down. But like, yeah, you you engorge yourself to the extent that like you're not hungry throughout the day. I mean, like, you had a huge meal and breakfast it kind of like it carries you until evening and then you eat a huge, huge meal at night um but there is i i I don't know like i think my students are just used to it but for me like throughout that experience there was a lot of discomfort like as i tried to like balance uh i think suhor and iftar i think is what they're called Mm. fuck me if i'm wrong sorry uh to my uh muslim brothers and sisters um but yeah like it was the same with mukbang like uh, every night i would go to bed uncomfortable and then like i would feel kind of sick the next day i wouldn't need to eat
1: Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it the the sickness is kind of I mean it's something real. It's just also I don't know, it's weird. And again, that just feels disrespectful to the body. Like I I don't know, like if yeah. like to anyone out there like the, you know, Sp- who believes in the spiritual aspect of like your body is your temple like mukbang then is fucking sacrilege like straight <laughs> it's up not for you straight up yeah so
0: and i think i've i've i found what i think are like two competing articles like with this kind of school of thought that we'd mentioned earlier so i think what we're going to do now is we're going to we're going to give you guys a little break we're going to hear from our sponsor and then when we come back we're going to kind of like dive into some of these com- you know ideas and uh see which one reigns supreme though i i do think we're biased so just you know be be a aware of that that we will try and suspend that to the best of our ability so sponsor please take it away
1: what does cc's 299 all you can eat pizza mean to the world well without it who'd slaughter all the pepperoni pigs and cows or displace all these indigenous folk for more farmland now that's a lot of rain for us to cut down the global supply chain needs you to eat all the cc's pizza you can and with prices and wages this low you literally can't afford not to CC's Pizza. Shut the f- up and eat the goddamn pizza. Wow, thank you so much. And if you act now, that SeaWorld discount will include a free night stay for you and your family at the beautiful Marriott here in sunny Orlando. <laughs> so definitely hop on that offer right away. So, <laughs> so Ian. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so Ian, you've, you've got a couple articles here for me uh, as well as the listener today, which I'm kind of excited to, to jump in. So you did a lot of the, the research legwork here and, and I'm going into this uh, a little blind as well. So it's going to be kind of the same boat that uh, I am in as well as the listener. So why don't you go through and walk us uh, through <laughs> <laughs> some of these uh, articles here?
0: So, uh, this idea, I thought, I, I don't know, like, this is a thought that I fundamentally agree with, but I, it did also come from a muckbanger, which is probably why it, it gushed so positively about it. And, and there's something, there's an idea here that I kind of want to like go through with you, but this comes from like Delish Magazine and, mm. uh, or I don't even know if this is a magazine, Webzine? I've never heard of Delish until now.
1: Oh, no, I actually know Delish. They they also have like a, a bunch of YouTube videos that like teach oh. cooking and, uh, I've actually watched a few of them. Um, Stephanie watches them. So I actually... Yeah, I know this, this uh, source. So, so this comes from Tess Komen. Uh,
0: I hope I did not botch that name. Apologies if I did. Um, And like it kind of justifying why she thought mukbang or, you know, was, was good. She says, and I quote, food connects us. People crave it. They want to know more about it. And they want to talk about their hopes, dreams, and plans while eating it. That's why my videos and those of the many other entertainers who make similar content work. They allow for an escape that is both productive and satisfying. Shay, what do you think of
1: that? I agree with that. Do you? Do you take? His- really? Yeah. Okay. Well, let me ask. Uh, well, I agree with everything they're saying. Um, I guess uh, unless. I'd misunderstand, uh, like, what the content is. Is this mukbang content? Like, everything that she's talking about is exclusive to mukbang? She's talking
0: about why people watch mukbang. She's like, why why people watch mukbang? Why, uh, you know, mukbang connects us? Why we should watch mukbang? Why it's good? Like, that's kind of the whole point of the article. It's like, this is why people like mukbang, because food connects us.
1: Interesting. Um, huh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we talked about this a lot last episode. Like, I don't know if mukbang is as actually really about f- i mean you can't, you can't say it's not about food it's something about food and food culture but it does seem like it's very much about the spectacle and about schadenfreude or sadism or watching someone like engorge themselves while like still like uh you know what i reminding me of you, have you seen little dicky uh yeah, the, the, yeah the, of course. that show the show he does i, forget, I think it's just called dicky right or something um but anyway uh he you know he has this the, his, the character, like, do a bird bomb. Do you remember that that scene? Where, no, like, no, no. He publicly, like, he's thinking that he's just this really funny guy, but basically it's all of his friends are, like, kind of assholes, and they bully him. Like unwittingly, like he he's being bullied by like humiliating himself publicly, and he's like, ha, everyone likes me. I'm humiliating myself, and like, yeah. like uh, in one of the scenes, he like goes up to a girl and like pisses like a girl he thinks is like really cute, and like pisses his pants in front of her uh, just to amuse all of his like asshole friends. I feel like, and and, and in that he thinks he's cool, and I think what mm. we're seeing here is like maybe a parallel where like this this per- like these people kind of effectively are humiliating themselves i would agree yeah for the sake of like content for views for but it's weird because it it actually in the difference between this and little dicky is like instead of him just being bullied and like kind of having fake friends like i guess when you have fake friends in the quantities that some of these mukbangers do that translates to real world gain which is which is uh very different but also like kind of sad but maybe also good i don't know
0: you know, you, you saying that just gave me this very, very dark thought about, like, you know, these people that, like, think they have friends, but they don't. It, it, it's interesting, like, there's something there's something in this about this idea of, like, oh, like, food connects us, you know? And, like, th- I think you would agree that, like, for most households, the kitchen is usually, like, the heart of, of the home, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. where you, like, prepare meals for one another. It's, like... You help, you know, cook and, and cut things, and like it's you can have fun there. You you drink and like laugh. I think like the, the uh, at least in my family, like the kitchen is like very much the center of the household, hmm. and I think that's true for like most households. But it's it's interesting that like the uh, some of the stuff that they're consuming seems to like negate that. And and I think un- originally my thought was like it's it's ironic considering that like they're consuming mostly like fast food that seems to like negate the connection like no one's preparing it it's like an industrial meat and then like you you eat it alone and it just completely subtracts like the act of love of like preparing a meal for someone but i wonder if maybe this is like a, the even darker appeal of mukbang that mukbang that i hadn't thought about that's like is fulfilling viewers is like i think the the best part about preparing a meal for someone you love is watching them eat it And being like, I made this for you because I care about you. So I wonder if there are some people that watch mukbang, like for them, where there's like no one in their life. And it's like watching somebody eat all this food. And it's just like this this simulation of like providing for someone that you care about, especially when the mukbangers are like, oh, my God, I love my followers. Like... That's a dark thought, and I wonder if there is some like element of that to some of these mukbang fans
1: and like to the the mukbangers themselves. Like, ugh. you know, I wonder, but I I struggle to imagine that they are seeing. The, let me let me clarify. I guess first what you're saying. So, are you saying you think people feel like they are giving a gift to the mukbangers, like they're simulating that through watching them eat? If you, I mean. Kind of, yeah,
0: because if you watch, I mean, like, you know, you have to watch a YouTuber's channel to, like, support them. You subscribe, like, you tune in, like, it's, you know, you are, like, kind of feeding them in a way, you know, like, you're providing them validation for what they're doing. So, it's, like, it's, it's weird. It's, like, this weird simulacrum it's like this total simulation of like uh this like very fundamental aspect of like being in a relationship whether it be filial or romantic or platonic
1: you know I, i have a hard time imagining that viewing the video feels as transactional In that context like like in the sense that like um i made like you know like with someone in person like i made this for you enjoy it and like you get that feeling of like giving someone something because i don't imagine that like at least when i watch youtube videos i'm not thinking here take my viewership like this (laughs) this me consuming your video is a gift to you like if anything i think it's the total reverse like i'm taking from you like i'm consuming your gift if anything
0: But I guess, you know, and I think this is like the difference between like the uh, like big production, like, you know, like movie studios versus like content creators. Like this is a difference between like that ecosystem. It is very give and take. It's like, I need your support. Like Miramax isn't cutting me a check. Like it's you. You're you're the, the people that like I need help from. So I feel like it is a little bit more give and take. It is more personal. Um, Like, you know, you can pay them and they can, like, give you personalized messages. And I know that, like, that's... I mean, celebrities are starting to do this as we've been seeing on the internet, which is also its own creepy thing. That's pretty nice. Like, Gilbert Godfrey is like, Hello, I'm Gilbert Godfrey. Hey. For $80, I'll write a personalized message talking about how much I want to kiss you.
1: That's fantastic, Ian. Great job. (laughs) Oh, wow, I didn't know you had that in you. Um, <laughs> that, that is an interesting point that you're making as well. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I, I see, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm not sure if I would think that that's still, I don't think that, I don't know. Do you, th- do you think, point blank, that that is why people are tuning in to mukbang? I, you know, I, I think that, the, again, there's like there's like the
0: surface level understanding of why people are doing something. And then I think there's an unconscious level of like, I don't understand what, is so appealing about this but it is like something about this is drawing me in and and if you ask people to kind of put their finger on it it's ineffable like they can't they're like i don't don't know it's like trying to explain like asmr you're like i can't explain it but i'm having like a physical reaction to someone whispering and i do wonder if there is some kind of like weird unconscious like connection that they're they're having watching this like supporting watching this person eat that is, I, I don't know, akin to or in a way like simulating this experience of cooking and feeding someone. Mm. And I don't think that's true of like, uh, <laughs> I don't think this is true of someone like, I can't remember his name, like the guy who does like the million calorie challenges. Oh, like Eric just, the Electric? That just seems like punishment it's just like I you you know you oh Eric you you left the fridge door open again and you spoiled all the food so now as punishment you have to eat everything on the McDonald's menu
1: naughty Eric I think what that guy does I feel like that guy is basically just showing off all the time his insane metabolism because apparently that guy I mean that guy's in incredible shape and like is like a distance athlete or whatever Mm. and like him eating yeah like 100,000 calories in like what 48 hours or whatever kind of like uh, time limit he gives himself like I really feel like he's just I mean it's it's basically like a pissing contest for him just being like look how fucking incredible my body is it's a finely tuned <laughs> machine i could run fucking trash through my blood and i'd still be fine you know it's like i don't know it's that, that one kind of just annoys me i just feel like that guy's showing off
0: i i don't think he's eating all that food really he when he does the challenges he fast forwards the video mm-hmm. to the extent that like i think he could be ripping bites off and throwing them on the ground and you wouldn't necessarily tell like i i don't think he's eating all that
1: I'm a little suspicious. Fascinating, actually. Yeah, I guess you could just do that. I'm wondering if he is. We could fucking do that. You want to do that? Just do something like (laughs) be like, "We're getting two of everything on the McDonald's menu. We're calling you out, Eric the Electric." Honestly. That's such a fascinating point. I, like, for some reason, never questioned, like, this guy's integrity. <laughs> but I just assume, yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, for all we know, like, he could be, t- you know, I'm just going to assume he's totally fucking lying, because I have nothing to lose <laughs> by holding that belief. Yeah.
0: yeah, until you release, you know what, maybe that's on his, pa- maybe that's on his Patreon,
1: and he's like, if you want to see me eat everything regular time, just pay me $100 a month. Oh, my God. Well, then it might be worth it. I don't know. Anyway uh that's that's a fascinating point uh i'm ready to move on to your next one ian what else you got for me (laughs) (laughs) all right so so i am as well
0: let's leave this point in the dust so i mean that was the one that uh, again like so this is like position one right position one is yeah mukbang mukbang is fun Hmm. mukbang is about community mukbang bring your friends watch me eat a pie Um, And then, like, there's the the reality of what it is, which is, like, you know, uh, maybe it's a little wasteful. Maybe that it's, it's like, uh, sadistic, like you had suggested. Mm. It's just, like, disgusting. It's wasteful. I already said wasteful. Um, (laughs) And then there's, like, this, like, moralizing position. So I found this one article, uh, which was actually, you know, and the reason I included this is because it actually comes from, like, a college paper. I think it's from a student at University of Connecticut, uh, but the reason I thought this was fascinating is because, like, they seem so divorced from the real world. Like, they're living in this, like, entirely theoretical wa- realm in the way that only college students can. So, uh, our author says, It is easy to judge. It is less easy to think about who we are judging and why we should not be doing so. There are certainly positive aspects of Muxbangs but eating large quantities of nutrient-poor foods for others to digest triggers many people we have a duty to protect. Creators are rewarded for these actions through a society we create. Views are currency online, and it is vital that we give them to, that we give them material that will not hurt others, both to the viewers and those on the other side of the screen. Hmm, what do you, what do you think of this?
1: So I think it probably is worth clarifying exactly who this person is talking about protecting. They're talking about people with eating disorders, right?
0: I think so, yeah. I believe. I mean, who else would they be talking? Or like, you know, maybe young kids, like impressionable young children who are
1: like, Mommy, you take me to McDonald's.
0: I want one of everything.
1: So I I guess just to like hash out even further, who, what kind of eating disorders would you need to be protected from this? Like Maybe like, I, I don't know. Binge eaters? Bulimia,
0: maybe. Yeah, like binge eaters. Okay, so
1: like, okay, so yeah, bulim- bulimics. Um, that, you B-
0: bulimics. Know. Well, I mean, but even like would a bulimic watch that and be like, oh, okay, I can eat all this
1: and then just like go throw up and be fine because like no, none of these channels are promoting this. Right, yeah. So I, and also like I can't imagine a bulimic person would be like satisfied watching someone else. I honestly have no idea. I, I know very little about bulimia. Um, yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I guess I'm like, well, and so the other category would just be like people who are like um compulsive eaters maybe and like this is like uh, yeah i I don't know like who yeah who are they protecting
0: exactly i i don't think they necessarily just just people just people with eating disorders but like what type uh and and what's that like and I, i don't know like would anybody with an eating disorder necessarily like seek out mukbang like and and what context would that be like triggering i mean it would be like all right and this is like an extreme position and god i hope i don't get myself in trouble but it'd be like someone who like lost a family member to suicide and then went to the internet and was like suicide videos Mm. like why would they do that
1: yeah i guess hmm i guess like the difference here is maybe what the the author is advocating for is like trigger warnings or like something like at the beginning of a mukbang video then but which even then like i feel like the, the thumbnail itself would be a trigger. Well, a trigger or a trigger warning. You know what I mean. Like you, like, like clearly. Do we
0: need to start putting like warning videos on on YouTube the way we do on packages of cigarettes? Like warning these these people. Uh, you know, uh, eat a lot of cheeseburgers. Like just a heads up.
1: What do you think about the author's article? The message.
0: I think it is tantamount to saying like. Children everywhere keep cutting themselves uh, on adult scissors. So now no one can use adult scissors and we all have to use safety scissors. Like, I think that's like what they're saying without saying it is like, you know, we we either have to have content we can all watch or no content at all is kind of like, I don't think that they're, they're realizing they're getting to this point, but that's kind of like what they're saying is like, you know society is built on content and uh we you know every time we put trash out there we get trash back so no more trash
1: mm. you know i have two thoughts about this this is like not thoughts about the article but thoughts about you bringing up the article is that like a meta <laughs> thought or how do i This is like a thought <laughs> about your thought i have a meta thought all right take us there kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> i'm just thinking well like one i feel like th- one this may be kind of like a strawman argument like I, don't, I mean this college student is making it uh are a lot of people making it because if, if not then like are we just like pulling up something to just like kind of tear down this thing like to, I, to maybe self-aggrandize well, or like say something else what go ahead we,
0: we watched a video about this where a person was like i'm going to be examining oh, right. like you know overeating through the lens of nika avocado like i mean again like uh, through all of the articles i think this one was maybe the most extreme which is why i chose it um But I think through, like, all of the articles that I found, it was, it was, there was, there was no, like, in between, really. It was, like, mukbang's great. Like, it's fantastic. It's so much fun. And, like, this is a travesty. This is, I can't believe that, like, we've come to this point as a society where this is entertainment. Shame
1: on us. Mm. Shame. Well, I feel like the other, that other documentary we saw was actually... Uh, it was more talking about like horrible diets in general and using uh, like using one person as like an extreme case study basically and just talking about like bad bad mm. foods bad for you you know like that's and it wasn't talking it wasn't really it didn't seem like a criticism of mukbangs but really it was a criticism of bad diets um, whereas like this article seems to be like critical of like the phenomenon phen- yeah phenomenon the of phenomenon of, of muck- mukbang banging. itself, yeah, which I feel like is like a different uh, kind of uh, question. And the other thing I was going to mention about this was like, I feel like maybe this is, is, I don't know if it's a slippery slope fallacy or if it's... um I, it's a fallacy. I would say yeah. I would say yeah. Okay. Cause like there's also this fallacy that I do all the time where it's like you're like, okay, well this is like this, and like you you make it analog analogous to like the False most equivalent the yeah. most extreme example. There's like a name for it in particular. I can't remember what it is. Uh, but I think it's just the uh, like it's like I think it's just the extreme example fallacy. <laughs> it's like it's something called like ad infinitum. Who cares? We'll look it up later. Um, yeah. the uh, but yeah, it's like like yeah, I don't know, can you I can very easily imagine a parallel argument argument made by some conservative just being uh like it's like they're trying to take away our mukbangs like next thing you know they're gonna try and take away pants because of people that don't have legs or you know like some weird thing like that you know so like i i'm a, it's it's funny because on one hand i'm like okay is anyone making this argument on the other other point i'm like oh ad, you're thinking of ad absurdum Ad absurdum, sorts you yes. take one point
0: yeah and yes. it's just like well if they do this and this is what's coming next
1: exactly exactly that and so i feel like on one hand i don't want to defend her but i also don't want to discredit because i don't want to sound conservative which yeah. is like a personal trigger of mine but then I'll, at the other point i'm like well is anyone really making this point you know well, it's also it brings up an interesting conversation
0: about like the idea of trigger warnings as well, and like what deserves a trigger warning. Like, I think there are things that do warrant it, but I mean, like, like it, it's an interesting question too. Is like what what who deserves protection and to like what extent? Like, at what at what point are we like, all right, you are an adult with agency, you are free to choose. Like in in situations where like you have to be somewhere, then yeah, I think it's warranted, especially if it's like you know um, a tr- a traumatic response or something like that. But if it's just like I I, I don't know like something like the internet which is basically like an entertainment library you know um i mean like i don't know like do you think that what what do you think about what sorry <laughs> <laughs> do you think that i mean like youtube like should every youtube video like if uh if you're making a youtube video like should you have to i mean would we is there something that in this show that would warrant a trigger warning
1: i think first for sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> we've talked about, I mean, even like your comment about like suicide is going to be triggering to someone. But you also, can, I don't know if you, can you protect everyone from every trigger? Like I get triggered by like, I have my own personal trauma that's really intense that like gets triggered all the time by mm. very mundane things that like I don't think should be censored. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't think that. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it too much. I don't want to give too much away of my own fucking trauma. But like, uh, yeah, my triggers are very ubiquitous. And like, I Mm -hmm. what am I going to do about that? You know, I don't want to censor this. Like very, I don't want to censor like people's everyday lives because like I have like a uh, a trigger.
0: I mean, isn't this kind of the idea of like exposure therapy in a in a weird way? Like you know, if you're afraid of snakes, like you like hang out with snakes and then you're like, oh, I'm not afraid of snakes anymore. Um, So it's just like you know, if if you treat it as such as like. You have to let this person know every time there's a snake nearby because snakes are fucking terrifying and this person will freak out if they see a
1: snake. You know, I wonder if that's interesting, too, because even letting them know is kind of a trigger, right? Like wouldn't like the the better thing is like, don't ever let them know if you if there's a snake nearby because they'll be triggered by the knowledge of it. Of Um, the snake. Of the snake. Like maybe in that case, you'd have to completely pretend like there are no snakes around until... They're, like, it's completely unavoidable. There's a snake on you or right in front of you or, like, biting yeah. you. Like, you simulate a little
0: rain and then you hand them an umbrella. You're like, hey, will you hold this umbrella? And they're like, okay, yeah. And then you're like, psych, that's a snake. And they are like, <laughs> <laughs> whoa! <laughs> Got me, Ian!
1: <laughs> Darn you!
0: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but, no, it's like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I thought that the... I, I definitely thought that the, the the idea that like well, there's people that we have a duty to protect. I'm like, well, who who are the people that like need protection in this instance, right. like from mukbang? So I was just like, I think there was something there that was like fascinating to me. Um, and I, you know, it's it's so weird. Like I didn't necessarily intend on talking about like trigger warnings because like I, you know, it's it's such a sensitive subject, and like I I do sympathize um, with people who need them, especially for like some some really intense things. Right. But it gets to a point now where like I almost feel like. You undermine the legitimacy of of some calls for trigger warnings when you start talking about shit like this, and I'm like, okay, like, because this is when you you reach this like point of absurdity where people are like, all right, this is too far, no more trigger warnings for anyone at all.
1: Yeah, exactly, and I think this like we kind of see this kind of behavior on twitter all the time where like yeah. one random person within a with a like a very extreme opinion like gets a lot of other really extreme people to like side with them and all of a sudden it seems like i don't know you do take legitimate movements or legitimate concerns and you do take them to, uh, you do take them take them <laughs> you do take them <laughs> to the absolute uh, uh most absurd scenarios or maybe not absolute most but like relatively absurd like i I guess to the point where people
0: can't like, just like, this is ridiculous. I can't support this anymore. This is exhausting to support.
1: Like I can't imagine like trying to uh, argue this to, to my somewhat conservative stepdad, you know, like he would be like, what, what? no, this is bullshit. This is what's wrong with America is like you liberal frou, frou snowflakes doing this kind of shit, which like distracts from like actual real issues that like we should, I mean, real social issues that need addressing because now Mm -hmm. we're, we're diverting attention to, put it to censoring energy yeah to to censoring fucking mukbang videos which like might negatively affect a fraction of the population because most people from my understanding are repulsed by them anyway (laughs) yeah um so i mean yeah i i I don't know i I thought this was definitely interesting but
0: there is a third position okay which is i guess like the you know the lot maybe not the logical conclusion but like the extreme conclusion Mm. the 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 point of absurdity i'm like okay well well we, you know, we well we can't ban them because that would be like uh, authoritarian or totalitarian. Which funny story we have an example <laughs> of this right here. So uh, apparently, there's a, been a recent proposal in China to ban mukbang. So uh, I guess kind of like in the their own words, uh, I found this article in this magazine called Six Tone, which uh, Shea, they're owned by the, it's like a state-run Chinese media company, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I guess it's, um, let's see, a state media company controlled by the Shanghai Committee of the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. So
0: I, you know, just like, all right, why, what's the reasoning for this? So I guess we thought we'd find it in their own words. Um so, uh, I, I, you know, there's, it's a long article. Uh, maybe I'll include the link in the show uh, description if you want to check it out. But I just kind of uh, found, like, the bullet points so we could talk about this today. But the draft law proposes that media content producers who promote overeating be given hefty fines of up to $15,300 and have their business operations suspended. G's call to reduce food waste in August put mukbang in the authorities' crosshairs. State media criticized such videos, an industry body announced a ban on them, and they mostly disappeared from Chinese sites. In October, Anti-Waste and Cherish Food was also written into a revision of China's law on the protection of minors, saying children should be taught not to waste food. Shay, so glad I don't have to go first on this. Thoughts?
1: Uh, yeah, so I feel like we t- we touched on this I think briefly in ignorance in a bottle if I'm if I'm not mistaken so like at the very end yeah, yeah. so this is like kind of coming full circle which is kind of cool um, yeah uh, how do I feel about the Chinese government banning mukbang you know what I-, I think what's funny is I I think if I remember what you said correctly you said that you are like, yeah, fuck mukbang. Like, the world doesn't need it. But as soon as there's a government saying you can't have it, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe we need to protect mukbang. All of a I, I don't know if I am saying that. I think I'm going to have some offensive, surprising positions today <laughs> on camp re-education. <laughs> well, what's interesting is, like, I, like, for, as a matter of, like, free speech, like, I don't think it needs to be, I don't think we need to ban or censor it. I don't think, I don't give a shit. Like, if if I think it should absolutely have the right to exist. I have no issues, and I, with it, like, existing in the world but i also don't i mean that doesn't mean i need to like it you know i mean I, I it can be around i don't have to do it or watch it and i think that it's like super fine i guess like i don't know if they're really having like issues with like food waste and food consumption like then i don't have like a huge issue with like promoting like uh cherishing our food more like to use like their <laughs> vocabulary but yeah I, I don't know i don't really have like an issue uh, you know it's funny i was like I can see immediately my my uh, some cognitive dissonance. On one hand, I'm like the government should be able to uh, protect citizens from like unnecessary fads, but also like should you censor free speech? And I'm like I'm totally anti censoring free. Sp- I do not want to censor free speech, but I also think that the government should have like ways to mitigate like actual social or like in this case like logistical issues in- involving like potential starvation.
0: Yeah. So, and you know what? It's so funny. It's like, I'm glad that that was the last thing you said, because for me, I was like, whether or not you agree or disagree with this, I do think it raises a very interesting question. I feel like we need to be having about food and food waste. And like, I did find some statistics that I thought were like pretty alarming. And I think one of the first one was like, uh, the US is the world leader in food waste. Hmm. And we throw away about 80 billion pounds of food every year in the US, 80 fucking billion pounds and i know like that in and of itself is is already like a shocking number but if we also think about like the you know food that goes to feeding food um like you know all of like the beef we fucking uh produce and then like all the methane that they make and then that like just goes bad and then we throw away all of the food that fucking we put in grocery stores that gets thrown away like uh something that's like also scary to think about too is um All the food that gets shipped all around the world that gets like grown, packaged in fucking plastic, put on a boat, sailed around the world, noise pollution in the ocean, oil spills in the fucking ocean, like air pollution, gets to a country, gets to a grocery store, is driven home by a family, sits in the fridge, in the back of the fridge for too long and then gets tossed. So it's like there are, there's like so much to think about when we think about like how frivolously and thoughtlessly we waste food. And uh, I, I think that this brings up, like, an interesting conversation about uh, about food that, like, we maybe need to be having. So, I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, well, as a former dumpster va- diver, I feel like I have a uh, unique authority here to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I was so excited <laughs> to talk to you about this. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah well I, I guess like yeah a lot of people like uh, so I'm reading the article now as as you uh, talk instead of listening to you because it's so much easier <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so yeah, yeah so but yeah so I guess like what this article is also saying is that uh, uh, a lot of more than 80% of Americans discard perfectly good consumable food simply because they misunderstand expiration labels expiration dates, labels like sell by, use by expires on, best before or best by are confusing to people so and I like totally agree with that because most of the food that we would get when we were dumpster dive was, like, food that passed its sell-by date, but, like, was still totally fine. We would eat tons of it, you know? And, like, I fucking... I really, and I mean, honestly, it's weird because like I benefited directly from like the fact that we had a food waste culture for two years. Like individually, by like not having to buy groceries for for nearly two years because I would just, you know, find it all in uh in, you know Mother Dumpster provided as we would say all the time. Mother Dumpster. Oh my God. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny is I still technically own the the, the Twitter handle at Mother Dumpster, and, uh, <laughs> and like back like there was just a couple times I'm like, oh, I'll be famous on Twitter for like my dumpster hauls, and like I took like a couple. I think, I mean, yeah, a couple photos, and I put this dumb fucking filters on it. You should check it out one day again. I think you. Okay. You'd really I think pick. we
0: should like maybe include that handle in the show description and the show notes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> people are dying to see what Mother Dumpster's been up to. I think it's uh, pretty. I mean, last time I checked, it's still up, so it should be good. But yeah, like I mean, we would um, we directly benefit from that. So it's obviously like there is a lot of food waste. But I'm not. I don't. I have no. Not even an uh, inkling of an idea of how you really fix it, other than maybe. I mean, maybe just should, it's, uh, again, diverting more, like, government re- resources into educating the public about food waste or, like, changing some of the the rules regarding how we label them or yeah. extending them. Because I do think that the industry itself benefits from, like, oh, uh, you have half your milk left, but it's technically this date we wrote on it. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. Time to uh, buy absolutely. more. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that, maybe that's, uh, you know, a lot of the industry could, or a lot of the issue could be solved by the industry simply changing the regulations surrounding these dates.
0: Well, I, and the thing I was thinking about is like, you know, I think it's interesting because it, I think there's a big parallel between this and, um, like coronavirus and like the, the, um, you know, impending climate disaster, because like, how do we have a serious conversation about rights to food, uh, or about rights around food versus like, you know, rights to food versus access to food without people losing their fucking mind over personal liberties. Right. Um, because, like, again, if, if, like, climatologists and these scientists, like, if, the, if they're correct, if you believe in the science, like, we're going to start seeing uh, our food supply chain drastically impacted. And, like, how is the U.S. going to respond to that? So I know China's already responding to it. And they're like, we're not promoting this. This is fucking absurd. Like we have a limited amount of food that we can grow. And there was this other article that I read that's fucking terrifying that says the nation's corn belt has lost a third of its topsoil. When we went on Talk Ag to Me, we learned that it takes fucking forever for soil to, for, to, to, to um, form. So it's like once that's gone, it's like you're fucked. And I mean, if we think about like ocean uh, like ocean acidity, uh, overfishing, like, uh, and this idea of false scarcity versus false abundance... Like, how are we going to respond to the fact that, I mean, I I don't know, like, is food scarce or is it, like, abundant? Because apparently we produce enough to feed the world over, but then also, like, I read these articles about, like, there's no more soil left. So, it's like, how do, yeah, like, how do you have this conversation without people, like, taking to the streets and fucking tea party hats and, and, like, waving the Don't Tread on Me flag? Uh,
1: That's really interesting. I want to ask you just a very pointed question. Sure. Do you think the world will be over in 30 years?
0: I uh, no, I think the quality of life could be drastically changed. Yeah, I think quality of life could be very different. I don't think the world's going to end, but maybe this world of like illusory comfort will be over. Mm-hmm. I think the illusion might shatter, especially as we see like climate change get worse and worse. You said illusory comfort. Yeah, like, so I bring up this idea of false scarcity versus, you know, false abundance— And I feel like there's this, um, uh, like, I I don't know, like the the ruling class uh, just like oscillates wildly between the two. It's like, if it could help a large majority of people, it's like, oh, there's not enough of that. But then you say something like food and they're like, you know, socialism, bad, look at Cuba, go to the grocery store, no food. Mm -hmm. And then you go to the American grocery store and it's just like, wow, there's more food than anybody could eat. And like, that's the problem. (laughs) It's like, there's more food than anybody could eat. So there's like this illusion of abundance that is ultimately like harmful, uh, more than it's beneficial, and it just creates this like uh, this sense of comfort that's like deeply psychological, but uh, actually is like covering up something a-, a lot darker and scarier that no one wants to think
1: about. I'm confused because you call it an illusion of abundance. Isn't that an overabundance? Like, what about that is 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 an illusion?
0: Is that we're we're consuming more than we should be? Is like it's just like it's like you. But you that is like, uh, right? f- You have a finite pile. Mm but like you're taking more from the pile than you need to make it appear that the pile is like never ending, I guess.
1: So you think it's like a food Ponzi scheme?
0: I don't think it's like a food Ponzi scheme. I mean, I don't think it's going to like run out in the next year, but I'm saying it's like at the scale that we produce food and throw it away. I mean, like again, like if we're eroding topsoil and overfishing and, and like over farming to the extent that we're exacerbating climate change, then yeah, then it is finite. You know, like there is a finite amount of food that can be grown to a reasonable amount before we start running into some very serious problems mm. you know i mean like did you say that, like apparently even climate change is making our our fruit less nutritious
1: really i haven't heard that that's fascinating yeah so so do you think uh mukbang is the biggest contributor to, to food waste
0: <laughs> not not at all but i did think uh, i just thought that the the china's decision to ban mukbang is an interesting conversation to have about, like, when do we start having this conversation about false abundance, about, like, hey, maybe the grocery stores shouldn't fucking look like this, you know, like, maybe we should, uh, like, uh, I, I don't know, like, maybe we need to have a conversation about, like, all right, how much food is too much food, like, what is the average amount of food that we should be eating, but as soon as you start to have those conversations, people start to freak out, and they're like, My liberties! So um, yeah, I, I think mukbang is like a part of that, right? It, where it's just like you know, yeah, mukbang is food free speech, but um, at what cost?
1: That's interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's fascinating. I don't have much to say about it. <laughs>
0: I, think, I think I'm done too. So uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> shall we shall we mosey? Shall we get on out of here and go to Hellbrain Hellfield? Yeah. You know, let's 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 make some money first. Uh, sponsor, take it away. <laughs>
0: Steak, steak,
1: steak is great, we all love steak, enjoy the steak, 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 fill your plate, we all love steak, obey the state, steak, steak, the steak is great, no need to vote, we must obey, state, state, police state, state authority keeps us safe, obey, consume, obey, consume, or else.
0: And without further ado, here is the close of the show segment How Brain, How Feel. 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 Oh, hi. Welcome to How Brain, How Feel, our favorite end of camp recap to see how and if our minds have changed or if we've just become more convinced of our initial preconceptions. Uh, Shay, How Brain, How Feel. How Brain, How Feel to you as well, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> How brain up feels to you, good <laughs>
1: sir. Uh, so here we are at the end of mukbang camp. These are my final words that I will say on the subject, and then I'll never have to revisit it again because it'll be documented here forever. That's how the internet works, nothing ever dies. Um, how do I feel about mukbang in its entirety after having mukbanged myself <laughs> for uh, oh, like, my. f- for these last two weeks? I will say um, I don't like it. I don't care for it. I don't feel like it's important. I don't think there's a community I'm going to defend by saying this. I don't think anyone like identifies hardcore as a mukbanger. I think this is one of the weirdest, most irrelevant <laughs> camps we've ever done. And I think it's like we basically jumped into a weird internet fad. I think it's going to die in five years at least wow uh, uh, i I, I would be surprised if it lasted that long uh, yeah exactly like i i think this is we're watching uh uh we're watching a dying uh monolith creature here what i could have said that more poetically or better but not, regardless uh i think it's over and uh frankly like i'm very happy to not be thinking about it this is probably one of the few camps where i'm just like nah man i'm out i don't care anymore <laughs> <laughs> you know it's so
0: funny it, so do you think that this is like a very like minority subculture because i i think I was a little shocked, not that many people had heard of it. And that's maybe just because I lived in Korea where it was like very common. Mm. And uh, a lot of people were asking me like, what's mukbang? And I'm like, wow, you like really don't know? Fuck, I would have assumed everyone would have heard of this
1: yeah i never knew it. you told me about it you know i didn't hear about it at all and in fact the only time i had heard about it after you was in a song uh by little dragon where or she was like in the song and then one of the guys just a, like a line in the middle of a verse says you're my favorite thing to watch like a mukbang and i was like oh i get it and uh, <laughs> but if i didn't get it i would have no idea what he was talking about and i don't think i don't think i've been exposed to it since then so uh I think I think you're right. I think it is just very, very niche, despite the fact that like some of the very popular people have millions of viewers, which is crazy.
0: Yeah. It's it's just I don't know. It just goes to show like how atomized the culture has become, where it's just like you can have this thing that you think is is huge. And like, really, it's just a million people. I mean, uh, especially if you take into account like the world population, it's like it's a blip. It's nothing. Right. Um, so I guess like I, I don't know my question for you is like has it been demystified or like honestly only further mystified over the past two weeks
1: um, I truly do not understand why people watch it I'll, I'll be honest like I, I still don't get why someone would go to it and, and I, I think and again like I think people might come up with like a justification for why they enjoy it and then fill out afterwards without or like come, you know come up with reasons that explain it without necessarily them being accurate or without them necessarily fully understanding you're Why kind of putting the
0: f- cart before the horse, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I think it's demystified in the sense that I, I feel like I understand it. A l- I understand the medium and the content a lot better, but I, st- I'm, I'm still mystified about the audience.
0: Uh, you know what? Same here. Exactly. Um, And it's, yeah, when you say that you don't get it, it, I don't know if you had the same experience, but I absolutely felt very judgmental of this whole thing. Mm. I was like, who would fucking watch this? And I wonder if I was being cruel or unfair. Because again, like the justification a lot of people use is like, no, this is for lonely people. And I'm just like, dude, if I, if this is what you're watching, I get while you're alone. <laughs> like, it's no <laughs> secret. <laughs> like, hey, wanna come over and watch mukbang? I don't. And actually, I'd like you to know, lose my fucking phone number. Um, so, and I know that's me being harsh, but like, I don't know. Here's kind of how I feel. And I think we talked about this during one of our mukbangs. And that's that, like, in an era of just like constant information, like, tw- you know, 24 hour news content up to your fucking eyeballs i feel like choosing what to consume almost feels like a moral imperative especially like i said like in the in the background of like scientists saying we've got seven to eight years to combat climate change of like fucking democrats being like fascism's on the rise we gotta fight fascism like this is what you're listening to and your first thought is like i better watch a guy eat a 10 pound bag of doritos like I feel like choosing what to consume almost feels like a moral imperative like do you do you agree with that idea or no
1: do you think that's too extreme I think it's a little extreme in the sense that I think that while like I stay you know like especially recently I've been like picking up on the news again and like really trying to like get back into becoming an informed citizen doesn't mean i'm I still watched two fucking weeks of mukbang. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I I don't, but I
0: mean, we did it for a reason. Like we're like trying to figure out like, why does this exist? Like, who's this for? What does it communicate?
1: So you, you think if I watched it more, well, okay, well, uh, let me, let me give another example. I still watch like SNL skits, like from like 15 years ago that like are effectively, fart and poop jokes (laughs) you know what i mean like that's like what's that really adding to anything like nothing like i mean it's like haha i like snl andy sandberg funny (laughs) you know like (laughs) what i I mean i would i would disagree with you like at least i mean and you know like snl at its at its worst
0: is pretty bad but like (laughs) at least it's it's like satirizing the culture like at least it's like holding a lens up to society and being like isn't this a little absurd so that when you walk away from that like you do have at least a more critical perspective i mean like that's what humor does like that's why i think watching like comedy is important because it does hold a lens up to our expectations and like usurps them and it's like haha like this is what you were expecting because you've been conditioned to expect this and we undermine that expectation
1: ta-da and you're like oh ah." all right let me give you another example then that you might uh hate uh i still look at porn (laughs) you know i still spend like a couple i don't know i mean maybe maybe one full hour maybe an hour and a half a week Maybe It's not that much. It's not that much. I don't know. I, I don't know. I honestly hey, have You know what? I much.
0: assuming you're I assume you are pleasuring yourself to that porn, uh, it is effectively a form of exercise, all right? As somebody as a former <laughs> Uh, international patient liaison at a urological surgical center I'd actually say that men we have an obligation to watch this porn and to masturbate to it to keep your penis strong okay (laughs) fight I'm but I'm serious it's like you got to keep erectile dysfunction at bay by the way men don't smoke that will give you erectile dysfunction
1: (laughs) nice okay so your argument is that at least porn has like positive health benefits but what about like, the, yes. what about psychological, okay, well, I don't want to get into a conversation about, about the psychology. Well, I mean, we can, we
0: can talk, that's, you know what, uh, p- uh, porn sleepover, we'll talk about the psychological side effects of porn, which are like still up for debate, apparently. Right. Uh, but no, I mean, like there, are, there are vascular health reasons to like watch porn and, and masturbate. Like it's important to, as an, uh, the older you get as a male, it is important to have erections. I can't believe that this is what mukbang
1: camp has come down to the importance of boners. <laughs> Or what it's come up to because erections Hi-oh! they go up, right? Yeah, okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so you all right? So you see it as inherently just uh, totally vacuous? There's just no. I don't there's no...
0: see a benefit to
1: it. Okay. Is this different than like watching someone play video games on Twitch?
0: I would. I would say that maybe these are like of of kind of like the same caliber, like mukbang, watching somebody play a, vi- a video game. Like, but I mean, I, y- yeah. I, for me I, I and like I I think yeah, I haven't thought about it, which is why I'm kind of like stammering and, and stumbling. I don't know much about twitch streams, but I guess just like from my base understanding of what twitch streaming is where it's like, yeah, watch me play this video game. I, I would say it's of the same caliber. but I have heard like a lot of twitch streamers are also like political like they'll play video games and talk about like, upcoming votes on the senate floors i mean i guess it depends on what twitch stream you're watching
1: right i guess my my fundamental question here like what i'm kind of like getting at is like do you not think that like there can be a uh what's the word like a healthy moderate consumption of mukbang that's used as escapism like the same way like reality tv or whatever like people use it as a form of escapism like do you think that like uh do you do you not imagine that you can have it in in moderation and it be basically harmless or innocuous, and meanwhile still being an engaged informed person in like uh in ways that matter more
0: uh, i mean and i don't th- I don't think that I'm suggesting that you know um you can't watch it in moderation but um I'm just saying like I don't think there's anything to be like gleaned from it necessarily like it does feel like pu- i i don't know like pure entertainment in a way that's that, wrong with like, that com- Maybe the, you know. Maybe there is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Who knows? Like I, again, like I don't understand it. Um, I I think it's it's you know pretty pretty ridiculous. But uh, I don't think I also <laughs> I, I don't think you. that there's anybody. No. I don't think there is someone who's watching like hours and hours of mukbang. I mean, who knows? Maybe there are. Maybe there are people that put on mukbang like every single night when they eat a meal alone and like uh, you know consume alongside their favorite mukbangers. Like maybe maybe that is something that's happening. But. I mean, of course, I don't think that like putting on a mukbang video a week is going to drop an IQ point each time. Like, you know, like uh, you're going to walk away and you'd be like, "Do I? Do I? Did I just forget how to tie my shoes?" Like, I'm not <laughs> suggesting that.
1: Okay, so so do you think it's a moral imperative to be like? Because I, I, I guess the way I in- interpret your question too is like, if like thi- like this is what you're choosing to watch, it's like, well, you're choosing to watch it some of the time. Like, is there a moral issue there? If you're choosing to watch it some of the time,
0: well, I mean. I don't know. I, it's just like, I, and again, like this is what I'm talking about in this era of algorithm-dominated attention. You know, like, I feel like if this is something you're consciously, uh, like, I would ask, is this something you consciously sought out or was this something recommended to you by an algorithm and now, like, this is something that you're into? And I feel like in this, in this era of, like, again, just like, a, a, a infinite content like, and you said it yourself, like, it's, it's really hard to kind of, like, be an informed citizen. So, it's like, I don't, they, these videos have millions of views. Like, who's fucking watching it, you know? Right. They've got subscribers. Like, there's, there are millions of subscribers to these channels. And I think, I think that says something. Um, yeah. So, that's, that's, that's kind of my thought. And, and you know what? There's a lot of, like, moralizing in the articles that we read. And it's funny because, like, I think that's like a very American uh, approach, and I think that's like this this weird kind of anxiety that stems from this like inability to to stop more important things. So it's like they th- this is like the uh, the hill they decide to die on. It's like, well, if I can't do anything about gun control, maybe I can at least <laughs> like deactivate all these mukbang channels. <laughs>
1: well, I think we're like, I and you, you've mentioned this before in like previous camps, but I think like some of the time a lot of the reasons people do this is i think it's virtue signaling signaling which yeah. is like super important to like social credibility right now like you need to like very loudly um, proclaim Same. your your state as like a good person you're not one of like the bads on the other side you know and yeah. like i guess that also as implicitly implies some like kind of polarization um, and it's your way of like i don't know it's it's weird cuz it's it's virtue signaling and Virtue signaling seems to be, in a way now, in-group signaling. It's a way of saying, like, I'm with you. I'm on your side. Like, it's you and me versus, again, the baddies, you know? And the, and
0: the weird aspect of now everybody having a mouthpiece, us included, is like, it's not just the wanting to belong to a group. It's also wanting to be the leader of the group. It's like, not only do I have the goodest opinions, but I have the smartest opinions. Like, you know, my moral position on why this is bad is actually very advanced, and you should make me the leader of your of your cult. Um, That's so, fascinating,
1: At least, especially on the Twitter sphere. Like, I feel like yeah. one of the such a toxic place. Honestly, I'm so glad you handle our Twitter because every time <laughs> I go there, I get like so. I, upset. I yeah, I've been a very
0: very <laughs> weak on that front. I don't know. Like, I just I just found out in Spain that they were like holding uh, charity bullfights to, uh, for the bullfighters, and I'm like, why don't you just give the bullfighters money? <laughs> like, you gotta like no, no no they can't earn it for free. They they have to stab this animal to death with swords. All right, like otherwise it's a handout.
1: That's fucking hilarious. I love yeah, that. Yeah, we're
0: back, we're back to like the animal sacrifice economy. So it's just like, oh, the time is a blood circle.
1: Yeah, well, I don't think Spain ever left that, at least it was, <laughs> when it comes to bullfights. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, that's all I had. Uh, that's, 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 that's honestly all the feels that my brain howed. So I yeah. don't know if, uh, if uh, how, how's your brain? Is it, is it flushed?
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I'll ever watch another mukbang in my life. Um, if I don't see another mukbang again, it will be too soon. Uh, but yeah, I I, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a world that I'm glad that we dipped our toes into. It's, it's a weird, I, I mean, do you sympathize with it at all? Or like, do you, I mean, do you hate it? Like before we go, like, how do you feel about it?
1: I don't hate it. I don't care about it. I'm not going to think about it.
0: Like <laughs> I nothing it.
1: I nothing. Like I, it, it exists. Like, honestly like. I, I wish w- I had done a little bit more diving into ASMR as well. Maybe that's its own yeah. camp. We can just do that. Honestly, that that seems like something we should touch on at some point because there's so many aspects of ASMR in yeah. some of these mukbangs, and those are the ones that I definitely did not look into because of the. I don't know if the the response I was getting was meridian, but it was it was very <laughs> strong and uh, unpleasant. So. <laughs> uh yeah so what's the opposite of meridian equatorial honestly i have no idea what they mean by meridian isn't that like referring to <laughs> the like prime
0: meridian yeah it's the thing that uh that like
1: stands uh oh that's what you, i don't think that's what they're referring to i thought it was no. not
0: i was making a joke oh, okay, meridian yeah.
1: equatorial <laughs> uh yes yes i see what you're saying now yeah well, let's yeah. go with equatorial then i'm getting an uh yeah <laughs> uh and What's Fuck it? I was going to try and break it down letter by letter. Uh, anyway, uh, that's all I have to say. Ian, anything else for you? Nope. There's nothing
0: left to do now but cue up our song by this week's featured artist, Thierry LaRose. I'm so sorry if I mispronounced that. I love your music, but it is French, and I don't speak French. So without further ado, here is Cantalou. I love it, and I think you're going to love it too.
2: Pourquoi est-ce que la circulation? Pas tes jambes. Pourquoi te toujours pas que je me tanne? Quand pourquoi est-ce que tu dis pas le coeur faux que j'ai? Pourquoi tu fais toujours trop de Soit tu offrais tes condoléances à tous les humains de l'existence. Tu dis qu'on n'est jamais trop d'avance. Quant à l'eau, ah, je pas Pourquoi est-ce que que tu ne comprends rien au sentir
0: listening to this week's episode if you want bonus content past interviews and other fun goodies be sure to become a monthly supporter and join our patreon we we'll that and so much more
1: here at camp we love talking over great music if you want to hear more amazing music like the song you're hearing now then follow our playlist on spotify We hope you enjoyed this camp as much as we did
0: or didn't. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and everywhere else. Stay tuned for our next camp where we do the things that you want us to do because we're your fucking prisoners.
1: Next time on Camp Reeducation.